We're about to assault your ears with lots of laughs. Let's talk about stuff today on True Comedy. What's up, everybody? My name's Kirsten Cunningham. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. I'm Nicholas Finch. I don't know why he's talking with that f- weird, weird accent, but welcome to True Comedy, everybody. True Comedy is a podcast where two friends talk about everything that's going on in the world, things they find funny, things you hopefully find funny, hence the name True Comedy. And just, yeah, thank you all, everybody. If you're a first-time listener, thanks for finding us, you know, listening. Hopefully you stay through the whole episode. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for liking, sharing, subscribing. We just appreciate everything and anything y'all are doing to just help us disseminate this podcast everywhere absolutely yeah absolutely i i got a couple of things i want to say before we get into i really need you show. to stop that accent oh, well, <laughs> that, it's, that, it's important it's important oh. that i use this accent for the first point i like to make um the first point that i like to make and first of all this is my natural speaking voice and you know that no it's so, no yes yes it is yes it is i have to work to use my regular voice on the voice that mm. you know is regular anyway so i like to say i think this country is way too big yeah i said it country's too big you want to know why Wonder why? why I say that? Because what it, if I said I didn't want to know why? I'm gonna tell you anyway. Because <laughs> okay. in Alabama, it is as hot as Satan's butt crack down here, and in the same country on the same day, it snowed at Yellowstone. Now the there it shouldn't be doing two different seasons in the same country. It's too big. Too big. Um, um, let's too big. also listen. We're also in Alabama. It's where it can be two different seasons within the span of an afternoon. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I, okay. I, I can, I can accept that. I can accept that. Yes. I really can. But the fact that on one part of the country, it's snowing. It's a, it's damn near a blizzard. And over here, we're tickling, we're tickling Satan's, um, uh, kid holder. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, I just man said kid holder. I wanted to do something you didn't have to bleep That's out. That's it. I just want to look, look. I do just want to let you know it's going to get even hotter next week. Okay. Oh my god! It's, it's triple digits every day. Triple digits every day. Yes, that's actual temperature, not what it feels like outside. Oh my goodness! It's How gonna, does it feel? Well, it's going to look like we're giving hot. Satan's um, left testicle a hug to next week. Oh, Good lord! My goodness! I didn't mean to say that one. Beep. It's looking like we're going to be giving uh, Satan's butt cheek a hug next week. My goodness. Oh, Jesus. Nick, do you just go ahead and give Satan a prostate exam? It's that hot out here. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Listen, uh, listen, I don't want I don't want this to make this a Satan centric episode. I'm just saying that man, ain't. Hallelujah. that man is doing work out there in ways that are unholy and unnecessary. Well, this is just tell you to get your life in order. You That's know, That's right. <clears throat> Amen. Now, secondly, mm. secondly, okay. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I feel like teachers have to do too much, right? And what I mean yeah, well, by I, this, and what I mean by this is like I don't okay. know, I don't know. Does your wife use Canva or or what Spot Monkey? She does a lot of called? stuff. Okay, Spot Monkey. What you call me? No, not a Spot. What's the name of the app program? <laughs> Pig Monkey. Yeah, oh, Pig, Pig Monkey. monkey. My bad. Okay, Pig Monkey. Pig Monkey. All right. Does I she didn't have know that to, thing was around. That's that's old. Does she Pig have to use there. Select Gorilla? Okay, so, <laughs> so wow. So my thing is, is like she's over here designing stuff, right? And I'm sitting uh-huh. here thinking to myself, man, that looks really good. She's doing way too much. I got a degree in this, and she does stuff that's better than me. So I uh-huh. just want the world to know that this punk over here makes me have to work harder 
because she keeps getting too good in design. I have a degree in it, so I got to step my game up. And then I realized that teachers have to do way too much because that they do. Why, but because why is she having a design better than me? That's crap. I hate it. Well, Nick, are you? All you got to do, though, is just use these programs because that's what everybody does now. Like graphic designers now are being hired to do stuff in Canva. You want to know that's and that's something crazy. Like that's literally what's going on. I'm being, you know, I'm being asked to design things. I'm doing it in Canva. Like it's too easy. What's going on? It's just like uh, Microsoft Publisher back in the day. They released that and a lot of people like, oh, my God, we can do so many things. It's readily available. People are going to lose jobs. But it eventually becomes obsolete. But so it's just I use it as a tool in my arsenal, just depending on how professional I want to be. If I want to create something completely from scratch, or is it okay looking somewhat similar to something someone else did somewhere along the way? But Whitney done got to the point now. She she learned how to use a little splice tool thing to where like you can yeah. interweave, interweave um stuff like that and, and letters mm-hmm. and stuff. I have no idea how to do that. Ask her. I'm not. <laughs> Go to Rabbi YouTube. I am. I am. But, okay, let me let me let me preface this by saying, as we're recording this thing, she is literally like ten feet from me. I know. Right, I'm so expecting. I, I'm I'm else. saying this out loud so she can hear me. So I'm very upset by the fact that my wife, who has a degree in education, and me, a degree in what I have a degree in, because I'm not going to put myself out there like that at this point. Uh-huh. That, that she can design things a little bit better than me, and I don't like it. And I know that means I got to level up. I understand. I'm proud of her. Don't get it twisted. I just don't feel like the fact I got to level up. And, and she a teacher. She ought to be able just to get stuff. Yeah, I'd be, I ought to be designing stuff for her. But she got to do it on her own. And I don't like it. Well, it sounds like she's using her education degree to educate herself on things that you learned. So maybe it's time for us all to just sharpen our skill set and devote some time to just some professional development and us getting better at the things we do. And you can do that on Skillshare.com using the program. <laughs> <laughs> We're not affiliate marketing them yet. Yes, being the keyword yet. Because, you know, we don't turn down money. No, you did not sure, the way right. gas prices looking. Uh, listen, there's a lot of things I'll do to make sure I got gas to get where I got to go. And, and I'm, you know. I'm losing Eat all the beans. I'm losing some of my body mass, so I can't. I'm, I'm getting a little bit more uh, agile, so to speak. Okay. Oh. So, yeah, you know, I can I can get around a little more. Now, I mean, my price. Oh, can, okay. My prices can go up. Your price went up. You know your worth. That's right. That's right. Honey, sugar, honey, um, ice tea. Yeah. That's not yeah. right. I meant I to say, like honey, boo boo, child. Wow. Bruh. That's interesting. Do you, do you, there's a show on stars that, um, okay. and this is the last thing I'm gonna do before you get to your main event. Mm-mm. You ever heard you say of, what you need to say? You ever heard of this show called, uh, P Valley? I have heard of it. Have you watched any of it? I have not watched any of it. I think I know what it's about, but I hadn't watched it. Okay. Listen, all you need to know is that this show seemed like it was kind of grounded in reality, right? Uh huh. But I don't know if you've noticed social media is in an uproar because they had an episode where they had um some little voodoo stuff, kind of voodoo right. stuff in it. And to that, I want to say to the people who watch that show, um, don't let these people, don't let these people who watch that episode talking about some voodoo hoodoo, don't let them discourage you because guess what? We all go to church and we all see pastor lay hands on somebody and they get filled with the spirit. Now, if they can do it in the church, they can do it in, in the backwoods of Mississippi with some rocks. 
So all I'm saying is don't sit here and crap on the show just because it wasn't didn't happen in the church house. God can be anywhere. God can be in the church house. God can be in the whole house. God be everywhere. His oh. spirit, his spirit is felt everywhere. He he's at the he's at the graveyard. He's at the church. He's okay, at the school. Um, he's at the he's at the football game. He at the basketball uh, game. He at the baseball field. He he ain't I, with the Cubs right now because they get uh, hell beat out of him. Well, I zone completely out of whatever it was you were talking about, so I'm not gonna co-sign it. But okay, man, yeah, God, there man. we go. All I'm saying is, God could be anywhere. That's just not. This is not dis- okay. disrespect people's spirituality. It don't it don't disrespect people's spirituality, even if it is on TV show, just because it's not something you understand. Okay. Well, Nick, so I went on on this rabbit hole, okay, on social media the other day. I guess it was the other day. And an old news article popped up, okay? Um, I'm just going to go ahead and let you all know. Um, just a little content warning. If you're listening with little kids, you may want to wait and listen to this episode by yourself or with some earpods or earbuds. Or, you know, because Airbud was that dog that hit the basketball and hoop back in the day with Kevin Zegers. He was a golden retriever. Yeah, just a um, little content was, warning. Was Kevin Zegers a golden retriever? No, no, no. He was just a dude that played with the golden retriever named I, buddy i'm not even gonna lie to you the fact that you even know who that actor's name was is a miracle i couldn't name one actor from Airbud <laughs> except the dog i know the dog was in the movie and i'm pretty sure it was multiple dogs was it not yeah but the only reason because i had this conversation with the siblings Corey used to wear Airbud out like watched every one of those movies over and over and over and over and over again but here we go <clears throat> and yes, okay. So I, I know you're listening. I see you listening. Okay. But here here here's one thing I do want to put out there, okay? The name of this show is True Comedy. Why? Because Nick wanted a comedy podcast. Um Kirsten likes true crime. So TC, I felt like I was saying true crime by saying true comedy. But we're gonna get a little true crime ish today, okay? Um <laughs> No, no, no. Vagina murder plot. Brazilian man accuses wife of poisoning her private parts to kill him. <laughs> what a way to go. I want to hear yeah. this. So I saw that news article. Right. Okay. And then I started scrolling. Then a thing came. I wonder what are the craziest ways women have tried to poison their husbands or poison someone. So we're going to talk about that. That's we talk about. Oh, Miss. Um, Miss Venus Flytrap Betty over here. Who's trying to just make her snapdragon um, deadly? Yeah. These are terms. These, these are <laughs> words. <laughs> so let's take a trip back to 2013. Nick, do you remember 2013? Oh, yeah. I remember. I just turned. Good, because I don't. Oh. <laughs> well, tell me about 2013. I graduated from college in 2013. Wow. I started wow. I started as a, as a bright-faced um, community journalist at the Choctaw Sun Advocate. Oh, lovely. That was, I do remember 2013 now. Yeah. I lived with y'all in 2013. Indeed. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Indubitably. Yes. <laughs> I can't even say that word. I'm surprised I did. No, actually, you didn't live with us in 2013. No, I did. Yeah, you, you lived did. with us after we got married. Right, right, right. So, a Brazilian man has accused his wife of trying to kill him by putting poison in her um, vagina. I was trying to think of a... Um, a velvet toy box or some other acronym, some feel, other I feel, description. I, I, I feel like vagina is just the way to go here because I, I mean, okay. I, I feel like saying what you said, velvet toy box. I feel like that's like more. I feel like that's dirtier <laughs> than just saying the word. 
That really was bad. You get what I'm saying? It's like that you, was. You, you give it a nickname, you know, her her, her creation uh her cookie cat, jar. A creation cat box. Like that that doesn't oh, that, 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 that sounds that, that worse, right? That, that, yeah. All right. There you go. Um <laughs> <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop while we're ahead. <laughs> or how this woman was about to try her husband stopping while he was giving. Never mind. Advice. So Advice. There we go. The man identified only as a 43-year-old from San Jose de Rio, Puerto, realized something was afoot when he noticed a strange odor coming from his wife's private parts. Oh, dear God. I'm sorry, y'all. Constant warning, remember? Concerned, he took her to the hospital, whereupon she confessed to the nefarious plan. The woman allegedly put poison in her vagina and invited her husband to have relations with her. Test apparently revealed that the woman had placed enough of the unnamed poison in her vagina to kill both her and her husband. She has since received medical treatment, although sources claim her husband plans to sue her for attempted murder. Well, yeah. 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 Um, Wow. Yeah. You must really want someone to be dead for you to almost kill yourself. I'm just trying to figure out, like, well, first of all, yes. And uh, secondly, um, can you not just put it in the food, dog? Like, why, why you, you can't do something? Like, that just seems like an interesting thing to do. Because, like, when when he dies, and he dies of the thing you've been that you're getting treated in the hospital right. for, it makes mm-hmm. it a little bit more obvious how he died. Like, or she can just say somebody poisoned us. Poisoned us? Or he tried? Yeah, or he tried to poison me, and that's why I have a little bit in my system. He. Gave himself too much. We were doing the Romeo Juliet suicide pack thing, and I decided to to just not do it. But you don't think they'd have to like her word against his? Somebody's gonna be dead. You know, they don't have to. Like, how can I put this? And they don't have to like disinfect the infected the infection site. Not a see. She could always say he tried to put it in her or doesn't necessarily know where it came from. They don't have to know. That they just did a toxicology make, screen. If they just, just did a tox that, screen. That doesn't make any sense, though. I obviously, it didn't make Neither any sense. Neither does poison in your right. You're right. You're right. Like, I'm, I'm giving it way too much. I'm giving it more yeah. thought than she gave it. Who put the My cookies man. in the cookie jar? She did. <laughs> who, me? <laughs> Couldn't be. Me. Then who? <laughs> That was an interrogation, y'all, if y'all didn't realize it. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. So, I'm going to bring you a list from listverse.com. I like, um, penned by Adrian Sharp, because I do want to give out, um, credit, because do not sue me. We ain't got no money. But if you go, but if you visit Key Creations Shop on Facebook and use the promo code podcast, you'll get something off your order. And it helps the podcast. Order. Yeah. Order from Key Creation. Dang. Just get angry and militant. Uh, well, you know, it is. <laughs> Juneteenth is coming up. Well, lift every voice and sing. I was I was literally <laughs> about to say that. I caught myself. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to go there. That is a very beautiful song, by the way. It is. Like, I, I, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show, but lift every voice and sing might be my favorite song that exists. Okay. I can see that. I can get G with that. Nah, 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 nah. Getting G with it. Nah, 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 nah. Getting G with it. Okay, number 10. 
Julia Tofano. I can't read these Italian names, but this is where we're going to start. Okay. She was a famous Roman serial killer for 50 years in the mid 1600s. She helped wives kill their husband. Her special brew, a mix of arsenic, belladonna and lead called Aqua Tofana, killed about 600 men. Just four drops and the guy was good as gone. But all it took was some regretful client to bring Tofana's career to a screeching halt. Um, basically, she got snitched on and ended up, um, she tried to sing sanctuary to no good. Roman authorities arrested her and tortured her. And she finally admitted that along with her mother and daughter, and they helped wives poison their husbands, killing hundreds of men. She was executed for her crimes in 1659. Man, you see, you know, I cannot believe Greeks have to stick together. Oh gosh! I we, thought they were just we. We need unity among our Mediterranean people. Like who does that? Like how y'all the, gonna snitch on her? Oh, you meant snitching? I thought you meant to killing. Because I say it sounds like the killing was just they wanted to have their own little Amazonian race, but not in Amazons. They were trying to build their own little Themyscira by just killing all the men. Like who? Who snitches? Like, I want to forget her story. She was doing a public service. Thankfully, she didn't kill any of my ancestors, at least ones that led directly to my birth. But um, I just want to know, why why are they snitching? That's that's all I I want to know. I don't know. I I mean, she was doing a public service. Y'all can't be snitching on her. That's all. Well, yeah. Let's see what happens with number nine. Number nine is known affectionately as the giggling granny. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, this lady's name, Nanny Doss. Doss is responsible for 11 deaths between 1920 and 1954. The number includes, oh, this is terrible, two of her children, two sisters, her mother, a mother-in-law, a nephew, and not one, not two, not three, but four husbands. She killed four husbands? Yes. Her first husband, Charlie, came home from work. One day, in fact, two of the children dead on the kitchen floor. Doss explained it was an accidental poisoning, but he didn't buy it. A year later, Braggs left with another woman. The Tulsa, Oklahoma native soon grew obsessed with romantic novels, and her next four husbands were anything but romantic, with the exception of the fifth. They were alcoholics, sometimes violence, womanizers, woman, woman, womanizers, oh, womanizer, oh, you're a womanizer, <laughs> baby, ooh, 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 y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Brittany just got married, I so I thought she should get a shout I out. I knew where they was going when you got stuck on woman. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. And adulterers. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Her second husband, whom she killed with rat poison in his whiskey, even assaulted her. We'll just say assaulted. So they may have had it coming, but I'm not sure Dulce's other victims did. Like, I don't know how you just kill your mother-in-law, like your mama and your mother-in-law, you didn't need any type of mammy figure. You know, I can, and your children. Is this, is this weird? I can't believe we, in our minds, we can justify murder, but it seems like you said 20 games. (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched his newest special? I have. I have. I have. I I just saw a clip today and he, he's still hilarious. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! You know, sometimes just from your cadence, you can be hilarious. But anyway, um, back to this, uh, back to that woman. So uh-huh. that woman, huh? 
She was doing a public service, kinda, but then she killed other people. <laughs> like, okay, so it's it's like it's like the concept of venom, right? So she yeah. out here killing horrible people. It's still killing, but at least you killing the right kind of people. But then you also kill your mom and mother in law. But maybe mom and mother in law were criminals. But like she went like three to one. It was like for every every good person I'm gonna kill. Every three good, I gotta kill one bad person. Like but, and anti-hero style. And it's the inverse. She should have been killing yeah. three, one good person for every three bad. What the hell did I even just say? I don't know. I don't know why you justified murder. No, I'm just murder? saying. No, you can't. It. Oh my goodness! I remember making this. Somebody, somebody, um, was making a, a comment. Um, and call about call how something. desynthesized we are to everything. So now we make jokes about crime and murder. No, somebody, somebody called Someone something. Funny. Um, justified homicide. I think that's yeah, what justified they homicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sitting here doing it right now. Continue your you work. Did. And also, how is how is are you just listing people? Or are you ranking them? Because how was was number ten? Number ten. She number one. She killed six hundred something folks. I don't know. I guess I'm just reading oh, the so top it's ten. A, it's an actual top ten. So you you just yeah. reading somebody else's ringer. Yeah, so, yeah. The person I shouted out at the beginning. Okay, so I want to know how in the hell that that the person who who was responsible. I guess she didn't directly kill him. She was just made the right. concoction. Yeah, she made the poison. Okay, that's like they're not telling pharmaceutical companies that they're big and bad because they're making the poison out here causing an opioid epidemic. Yes, I feel some type of way. Pfizer and Big Pharma. Hey man, don't come about, don't come for Pfizer. They saved our lives. They saved Allegedly. our way. They saved our way of life, except for the Allegedly. fact that I have, you know, a a, a a sixth pinky right here. Yeah. So Nick, okay, I think we're at number eight now. I can somewhat count. Let's talk about Jacqueline Patrick. Okay. Oh, she's on Christmas. Hot. <laughs> she's something. On Christmas Day. 2013 not that long ago once again actually that is kind of long ago well 55 year old Jacqueline Patrick slipped a little holiday cheer and by holiday cheer I mean antifreeze into her husband's cherry Lambrini I guess that's a something martini I was gonna say a Lamborghini martini but that ain't a thing Lamborghini mercy yo chick she's so thirsty something we don't quote Kanye at this house thank you okay you okay following (laughs) argument it it is what it is (laughs) it was so hot (laughs) it is what it is go ahead I'm sorry I don't even bit much care let me smile like let me smile like Kanye (laughs) (laughs) following an argument Jacqueline poured her husband Douglas two glasses of the drink hoping that it would kill him she had planned on covering it up as either a suicide or an adverse reaction to his meds (laughs) douglas went to bed and woke up ill the next day medics rushed into the hospital where he slipped into a coma (laughs) sleepy time but before the the medics left jacqueline handed them a fake suicide note it was the note that foiled the plan douglas pulled through but (laughs) but had to go through a year rehabilitation to learn how to walk and to talk again it was revealed later in court that jacqueline had attempted to kill Douglas previously in October. Dang. Both times, Jacqueline's youngest daughter, Catherine, egged her mother on and didn't even attempt to stop her. 
No one can be sure exactly why, but the defense stated it was because Douglas physically punished her uh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. she was younger. That led to Catherine becoming overly attached to her mother. Mm-hmm. No, you just didn't. You wanted daddy to take you to McDonald's and he didn't take you to McDonald's. So you said, mommy, kill him. Kill him. And mama went to. Brother. Brother. Yes. You don't know. Yes. Sure. <laughs> That's dangerous. That's dangerous territory right there. It may be, but <laughs> wow. I was just gonna say just interact with the show and let us know your thoughts. You know, yeah. any interaction is good interaction. Uh yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, 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 no. Not any interaction is good interaction. Because there's a difference between getting getting assault from uh, getting touched in the back and getting touched in the front. Those are two different types of interactions. All right. So Oh my goodness, we're not doing this on this show. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Wrong show? Yeah, wrong show. I'm sorry. There are multiple types of interactions. You know, sometimes you want to be kissed on the cheek and sometimes you want to be kissed on the hand, you know, like royalty. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it would never be royals. royals. Okay, back to my list. <laughs> Number seven, let's talk about Tilly Klemek. Chicago's Little Poland new serial killer and Polish American Tilly Klemek. The uh, TK, because that's what we're going to call her. Sorry, Whitney. As one of the best cooks around. Oh, they also knew her as, her as being a psycho. I mean, psychic. At least that's what she claimed to be. Tilly would mysteriously predict the deaths of people who upset her, and the predictions would come true. Shocker. She even predicted that the neighbor's dog would die. Unfortunately, no one really caught on that she could accurately predict these deaths because she was the one killing them. Listen, if I start predicting people dying, check my browser history. Um, take all sharp Id- items away from me and watch me 24 seven. Cause that's what's going to happen. Um, just like Raven couldn't see into the future. Neither can I. Wait, what? She couldn't see into the future. No, that was Disney channel. Oh, it was special effects and magic. TV magic. Hey, let me tell you. Coming let, to you hey, in color. 4K ultra my, HD. My dumb <laughs> thought you were talking about the show and she couldn't actually see it to the future. That's that's what I thought you was telling me for a second. I, I okay, so I, I okay, I got I you got didn't it. watch the final episode. What actually happened was she was in a hospital and every time she was having a vision, she was just missing her medication. That was the whole premise of that. So Raven, is it really? I, I, that's so Ravenclaw. I will believe everything you say on this matter right now. Oh yeah, I made that all up. Okay. Now, nah, okay. all right. <laughs> I was like, I will believe everything you say because you know, I didn't even realize that there was a show. I just, you know, Raven. You know, Raven was Raven back then, and now <laughs> Ra- Raven is Ravening again. So you know, <laughs> yeah. So back to my story of yeah. Tilly Kalek or TK. Um, you see, she had a stew. A delicious stew, and she added arsenic to this stew. Poor of her husband's died this way. Even the neighbor's dog got an arsenic treat. Hey, After each poor? husband died, yep. You see, there's a. It seems like there's a magic number of marriages people should stay away from. I'm just saying. Um, after each husband died, she collected the insurance money and moved on to the next one. Somebody bring me bags of money, please. Her last husband, Anton, managed to make it out alive. However, after signing the insurance paperwork and the will, his health took a sudden nosedive. Anton's brother rushed him to the hospital after he suspected arsenic poison. Testing positive, the hospital called the police, who immediately went to Tilly's house and arrested her. Guess what was for dinner? Stew. 
Tilly spent the remainder of her life in prison, but never confessed to her crimes. In just four years, she poisoned 13 people. Six of those, six of those survives, but who could forget the poor dog? Sorry, Peter. Hey, Bar and Girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! Um, okay. I don't yeah. know why he decided to talk about Peter there. Um, but uh, I, I will say this is like at some point, at some point, I would me- I would really mess that up because like you just can't keep making stew and be like, mm, this smells good and not like mm-hmm. take a little sip of it and be like, oh, crap. And then fall over and kill yourself because that because I'm telling you, if I was poisoning people by making food, my dumb will be the one who killed myself by tasting it myself. Listen, I know, here's the thing. I know that's how I, I know go. you would. I know you would. But here's what I want to tell people. Here's a little bit of advice. Okay. If you want to know if it has arsenic poison, arsenic has a little almondy taste. Okay. And aroma. So that's one thing to know. If you're curious as to somebody's trying to poison you, arsenic definitely has that kind of almondy um, taste and odor. Okay, but what if your sinuses are messed up or you don't know what almonds smell like? R.I.P. Just killed the plug. I'm saying this. R.I.P. 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 Okay, I'm through. Let's move on to number six. Another name I'm going to butcher. Consider it my ignorance and my Alabama education. First of all, your Alabama education is exquisite. Oh, there's Z's in this word, okay? And I think they're silent. We don't... No, I'm dead serious because I think this person's name is Susanna Fekas. Um, there's the camera. Uh, what? It's spelled Z S E Z A N N A F A Z E K A S. Susanna Fekas and the Angel Makers. <laughs> Not angel, other words, but yeah. Angel makers. I'm going to predict Listen. that she killed five husbands. We're going up. We're going up and count. You can't get the okay, number six. Five on, husbands? You can't get the number whatever, seven or eight. We are at number six. That's what I meant. I meant six or seven because seven, eight, nine. Okay. But uh, we're at number six. You can't get number six without killing five husbands. Okay. Well, we're going to go to Hungary and we're going to go to a small, sleepy Hungarian town whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce because it would be that offensive. Let's just say it begins with the N. It's an N word. Oh, Lavalu. Yeah, Lavalu. Um, Susanna found herself the leader of a group of women who would go on to poison an estimated 300 people. Fakas arrived in this small Hungarian town in 1911. Her husband had mysteriously disappeared and her origin story was questionable. But the town needed a doctor. and She had experience as a midwife and good references, you know, because those are important in the job hunt. She quickly became respected and important part of village life. At this point in history, men were returning home from World War One because of PTSD was not understood as well as it is now. Any issues that men cause they um, as they readjusted to civilian life were labeled problematic. 
So when women expressed concerns about their husbands, Fackers ordered them a simple solution. Once again, everybody's favorite friend, Arsenic. Not Arsenio Hall, Arsenic. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Freca st- stated, um, started encouraging women to poison their husbands with arsenic. She had another woman named Sushi Ola act as her clerk, obscuring the death certificates caused to death. Ola wasn't innocent in this. She had poisoned her much older husband when she was 18. Mm-hmm. That's too. Mm, she tried to, she was a sugar baby and gave her sugar daddy a sugary drink that killed him. Yeah. But to be completely honest, history isn't sure how people um, caught on to the angel makers. But by that time, police were ready to arrest Freckus. She was already dead. She had a taste of her quote unquote own medicine, like you said you Not would. That. Yep. So, yeah, 26 women stood trial um, for murdering their husbands. Only two were executed. Only two, huh? Yeah. I'm cooking from the rest of the time, the rest of my marriage. <laughs> that this y'all will last about a week and a half. If you talking about me cooking? <laughs> yep, dude. We, I'm about to cook now. As soon as we finish, what are you talking about? You said for the rest of your marriage. Okay. So I say that's gonna last a week and a half. Well, I would, I would, I would argue since last summer, I've cooked the majority of the meals in this in this house. Okay, but you said every meal. Okay, you got a point. You're thank right. you. All right. Thank I'll shut you. up. I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Thank you. Because you ain't even going to make your own sandwiches. Somebody else will. Because who wants to make their own sandwich? No one. That's why we go to places like Subway. For other people to make our sandwiches. And they don't even be good sometimes. They really don't. But like making a sandwich really is a labor of love because you got to get out all the stuff. Boy, didn't put I tell it you all that? on the sandwich. You remember when we used to go to Subway all the time? I used to say you could tell mm-hmm. when this sandwich was made with love. Yes. And you can tell when somebody just threw it together because it tastes right. totally different. Like, you got to go to Subway. You got to, if you look at that person and they got a frown on their face, they ain't happy to be there, just leave. Because that sandwich just is leave. not going to taste good. No. But I, t- no. I, done had, I done had me some chicken bacon ranch sandwiches that were sent from, sent from heaven just because that, that dude, I forget his name. <laughs> but, but he used to be so happy to make them sandwiches. And I used to be so happy to eat them sandwiches because they was just He was probably so, so high making them sandwiches. He might have been, but they were so good, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, I miss being fat. Well, that's great. <laughs> it's okay. I'm getting there and I don't like it. <laughs> make it go away. Somebody make it stop. <laughs> I used to have abs. <laughs> Let's talk number five. Okay. It really does scare me that we've gotten this many people out here poisoning their husbands. Um, everybody be nice to your wives and significant others. Okay? I love everybody. Yeah. There's a reason we don't consume antifreeze because why, Nick? Because it'll kill us? Yep, that is so true. It can kill you really well. So for Stacy Castor, using antifreeze to kill both of her husbands and trying to kill her daughter was a no brainer. On August twenty second, two thousand five, Castor called nine one one to report her husband missing. Investigators went to his house where they found a cup of antifreeze next to his dead body. They ruled a death a suicide. However, something didn't quite sit right with them. Growing up suspicious of Castor, they exhumed the body of her first husband, who had died from a heart attack five years prior. In his system, they found, wait for it, antifreeze, ding, 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 you are a winner. If killing her two husbands isn't a mistake enough, she then tried to dose her daughter. The night police informed Ashley, that's her daughter, that there was antifreeze in her father's body, Castor took Ashley out drinking. 
Caster then tried to poison her with crushed pills in her vodka. Ashley survived the suicide attempt, and Caster was sentenced to 51 years in prison. In prison, not Princeton. That was a hospital. She died of a heart attack seven years later. No one checked for antifreeze. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. These are people crazy, bro. I just yeah. like, I don't understand. I don't. Oof. All right. You, you could just leave. Why you got, right. Why you got kill folks? I, I don't know, bro. It, it ain't about the money, money, money. See, we don't need your money, money, money. The good thing is, I'm not like I don't even have a good. I don't even have a good life insurance policy on me right now, so I ain't even worth killing. Uh, wait, do you got life insurance policy on me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she does. Oh, she does. Uh, I, I mean, you know. Yep. I don't. I don't. If even, there's no new episode next week. I don't remember what life was like or, you know, before my life. I don't even think there's any other women on the planet. Like, she's the only person in the world that I've I ever seen. Have like, I couldn't even imagine looking at another, another woman. Like, that's just, I couldn't, there's only one, and it's my wife, and she's wonderful. The only one. And that's, y'all, is how Nick saves his life. I meant it to live, brother. <laughs> You're not trying to push it, push it to the limit, limit, because you in it to live it, in it to live it. Oh, yeah. Does that That's brother music? Corbin Blue. That's <laughs> Corbin Blue from the hit Disney DCOM original, Push It to the Limit or something like that, whatever Kiki Palmer said, because she was in that movie. Was she really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a jumping rope. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Oh, and Nick, those. you better specify how's he going to be in. He was going to say Nickelodeon. That's a, oh, and yeah, thank Disney. you. Thank you. That's not literally what I was about word. to say. Isaac, oh, God. Yeah, thank you. Because I was going to say, how's she going to be Nickelodeon in Disney? I realized, yeah. I didn't realize I cut she myself. She secured off. that bag. She secured it. Mm-hmm. She's a new VP. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Mary Ann Jeering. Mary Ann and Richard Jeering didn't have the happiest of marriages. Now, but it wasn't course, the worst they, either. They never do. <laughs> Together, they had plenty of children and lived a financially secure life. Okay, I should have read this. In 1846, <laughs> Richard inherited um, 20 pounds. That was a pretty impressive inheritance back then. For some, it's the perfect reason to commit murder. And Marianne is some in this case. <laughs> Two years later, her husband succumbed to a painful illness. Thought to be a heart disease. A couple of months later, Brother Jerry's 21-year-old and 26-year-old sons died from similar illnesses. When Benjamin, her 18-year-old son, fell ill soon after a doctor removed him from the home, Benjamin recovered. Now, when someone recovers from an illness that everyone is affected by, but possibly inheritance-crazed individual, you should probably look at the inheritance-crazed individual, correct? Correct. Yeah. Investigators exhumed the bodies of Gearing's husband and two sons and found, what do we guess in their system? Nick, what do you want to guess was in their system? This is the 1800s. It's got to be antifreeze. Obviously, it was arsenic. Arsenic, yes. Yes, double word score. They also discovered that Mary had purchased arsenic from a nearby chemist. She confessed to poisoning her husband and sons at her trial. She was hung in August 21st, 1849. Where was this? In London? This was... He said pounds, so I figured it was London. It didn't say. Hmm. It's got to be somewhere United Kingdom. Talking about some pounds. Yeah. Well, maybe it could, yeah. be, it could What was her name again? Oh, uh, Mary Ann Gearing. Yeah, that's that's uh, 
That's that's what I did. Okay. Well, almost there. We're at the top three. Top three. Top three. 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 I'm surprised nobody's killed five husbands yet. I mean, technically, two people have killed five husbands, but they didn't kill their own husband. On five, yeah. But let's talk about someone who did it for the money once again. Judas Buenayo. I guess that's how you pronounce that name, because I'm struggling, y'all. <laughs> um, here's another case of a wife murdering for money. And it was a pretty good haul. Judas Buenayo poisoned her husband, James Goodyear, in 1971. She didn't collect one life insurance policy, but three life insurance policies. If that wasn't enough, she received another policy payout when her house burned down. Oh, so she got full coverage. She got four policies, you know. Yes. She put the rubber 19- to the road. <laughs> she called Geico and saved 15% on her life insurance policy or whatever they do. She did the bundle. Lemu, emu. And Doug. <laughs> Are you in good hands? Okay, now that we like have to good plug neighbor, State Farm is there. We are farmers. Bum ba dum ba dum bum bum. Okay, we plugged everyone for free. For so run us a check. Oh my! Go to the general and say some time. <laughs> okay, Shaq, I'm gonna go down the court. I'm gonna dribble the ball, shoot it in the basket. Cobra Bryant is one of the best basketball players of all time. I, every time I walk, Cobra Bryant, Cobra Bryant can shoot the ball better than anybody I ever seen in my life. Even better than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, all he would do is uh, golf and smoke. But Cobra Bryant, he would never do nothing like that. Cobra Bryant, all he did was go play basketball and then go to sleep, and he wake up and play basketball again. Okay, well, back to the story. In 1973, <laughs> Judith started started seeing Bobby Joe started seeing Bobby Joe Morris with her two children. She moved with Bobby out to Colorado. He died in 1978 of your typical poison-related mysterious illness. Guess who collected a few more insurance policies? She did. That's right. Yep, old lady. If only gets worse from here. By 1979, she was back in Florida. You know, great things happened there. Her son went to visit her and suffered metal poisoning. He survived. He survived, but drowned in 1980 while on a camping trip with her. God! Then... Hold on, yeah. time out, time out, time out. You got to know if everybody dying around mama and you almost die around mama, your dumb cannot then go on a camping trip with mama. Mama mm-hmm. trying to kill you, fool. Yep. All right, continue. Yeah. Mama going to knock you out <laughs> and bury you. <laughs> <laughs> so she then started dating John Gentry. She took out a life insurance policy on him. He was hospital with an illness, survived, but wound up in the hospital again after what? Eating. His car exploded. That's right. His car exploded. exploded. Yes. This led to an investigation, but that showed that the victims Gentry was talking to contained. No. This led to an investigation that showed that the vitamins Gentry was taking contained formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. That's a new. new, Yeah, that's a new. A new poison. (laughs) (laughs) An exhumation of Bobby Joe and Goody revealed high levels of arsenic back on the board again in their system. He wouldn't believe she, the arsenic that no. She was sentenced to life and then death in 1985. She was executed in 1998. These folks wilder. You said 1998? Yep. Yes. Well, we was nine. Yep. All right. We are almost done with this quote unquote killer episode. Killer episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Whitney. That's like when I slap my knee and my hand grows. It was a Negro. I know. 
<laughs> I was trying. I was trying to no sell it. I was really trying to no sell it. Then you gonna come back, say Negro. Come on, bro. I was I trying mean, my. I was trying my hardest to no sell it. I was like, let just let it let let the people at home laugh. I get it. I don't want to see it, but I get it. No, no, no. I had to tell it. I had to tell it. <laughs> so, okay. We've had a lot of arsenic poisonings. What's another, you know? Let's talk about number two, Daisy Del Melker. Apparently, inheritance and arsenic is the name of the game. Daisy Del Melker started her string of poisonings in 1923. She got away with murder for nine years before she was hanged in 1932. Daisy poisoned two of her husbands with arsenic. Her third husband's son died of arsenic poison as well after he drank arsenic-laced coffee intended for his father. All three husbands were plumbers with appeal, with appealing inheritances. I guess um, Mario and Luigi were her other husbands. Um, and though it's fairly obvious that she offed her two husbands, she was only found guilty of murdering her 20-year-old stepson. I wonder, okay, so they weren't abusive or anything? They were just enriched? Plumbers. Yeah. Dang, bro. They were Italian plumbers. And yeah, they were always chasing some princess and Bowser and had Yoshi and eating, Donkey eat, Kong eating and shrooms and, and, and just boop, 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 like cart and cart racing on the weekend and dun 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 and just and, yeah and some for some reason swimming with all these fishes and and trying to chase them but maybe it's just because they were Super Smash Bros. Ooh, oh 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 <laughs> oh or maybe they're too busy trying to play tennis too much. I don't know. We fit. No need to switch up on us. <laughs> it's okay. We just be hot out here instead of we shit and switch it. But let's talk about number one on our countdown. We have a whole soundboard and we decide to make those sounds with our mouth. Yes. Let's talk about. What it do, baby? <laughs> Here's a name I really cannot pronounce. We're going to say Sancha because it's S U N C H A. Timebrand. Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. If you feel like your husband is a pest, don't poison him with boric acid. Maybe divorce him or go to marriage counseling. Nope. Well, one Queens, New York woman thought boric acid, a cockroach killer, was the um, better solution. Sancha T, husband of 11 years, Robert Barron, noticed that his food tasted funny, and he often felt sick after eating meals. Suspicious? He installed a security camera. You know, I would plug a certain brand, but we're not sponsored by any of those home security systems. But I personally use one. It's pretty great. What did he see, though? Sancha slipping some boric acid into his coffee. When confronted by police, Sancha said that she only slipped the poison into his meal when she was angry at him. I wanted to teach him a lesson. Lesson learned. Robert didn't die, but he certainly learned not to trust his wife. And those, ladies and gentlemen, are the top 10 Women Who Poisoned Their Husband, written by Adrian Sharp, and fact-checked by Rachel Jones. Let me, let me, uh, I, I have to critique Adrian Sharp here. I feel like he, I feel like he did his list backward. I feel, I feel, yeah. I feel like the list was backward because they got progressively <laughs> less successful. And, yeah. Like, like, number one was the worst one. Like, it's like kind of anticlimactic, you know. Mm -hmm. you, you, you shouldn't even kill nobody. You know, she didn't even, she didn't even. No, she, maybe they definitely should have did a count. Like, here's my least dangerous to my most dangerous. 
Right. Like number ten should have been this woman right here. Yeah. Like uh but all although it's like I just listen people. Listen people. Listen. Don't listen, do it. Listen. Listen. The wages of sin is death. Oh my goodness. But they is. But uh I I wanna be serious for just a second. Okay. Oh Lord. Um if you feel like you have to kill somebody just get out of the situation you know no 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 money is worth taking someone's life um it's just just if you if you can get out get out if you can't get out find somebody to help you get yeah out. yeah and if you decide that also while you're getting married that you went on lace um have your caterer lace all the food with marijuana. Don't do that either. No, we talked it on a previous episode, but that's how I started this rabbit hole. Talking about that Florida lady who got everybody baked at the wedding. First of all, that sounds like an incredible wedding and I wish I was there. Um, <laughs> secondly, uh, I know, I do know this, like I, I don't like anything that start with the AR sound. Like I don't want, I don't care for arsenics, aardvarks. Um, do you like Arby's? Arby's, Arkansas, um, uh, uh, arrangements. Um, <laughs> I, if it got if it got the AR sound, keep it away from me. Uh, Arabian okay. Nights, like Arabian like Arabian Days. <laughs> I don't. Wow. I don't like any of it. Uh, anything. Well, uh, I can't even think of R R R the the word R. It just you don't if like it got, that. I don't like it. If it if it start with R, keep it away from me because I don't trust it. And if it's got Arsene, like I Arsene Hall, like nah, I only watch none of his movies no more. He's dead to me. I, I wow, you I, don't like coming to America one or two? Ooh, I can't say that. I forgot. You okay, to I can't even see him pray that. Like taste the Thank soup. Thank you. Taste the <laughs> soup. Taste the soup. But what? y'all, if if you want it people nick to get in touch with you though how can they do that sir <laughs> you get with me <laughs> at the if, you saw, of, if you saw what he just did you would have got the coming to america reference it was you, good you could you could you could follow me everywhere at the njf like you go on facebook it's the njf twitter njf instagram njf tech njf your mama's house njf you name it i'm there at the njf oh okay you're gonna die. Um, and if you want to get in touch with me, I am Kham Speaks on Twitter, Kham Cooks on Instagram, Kirsten Cunningham on Facebook. Always follow the show on everything, y'all. True Comedy Pod. Just search for us, Google us, we're everywhere. We're the only true comedy podcast out there. And if you find another one, let us know and uh, we'll roll up on them. You know. No, no, we actually will. No, yes, you see another we, we true will. comedy podcast out there, we will roll up on them. And guess uh-huh. what we're gonna have? Antifreeze, arsenic, and formaldehyde. Oh, good. You can poison them. I'm not doing that because, you know, <laughs> we already discussed when it comes to true crime. I'm going to be locked up. They won't let me out. Yeah, and, that's always, and that's because you're dark and I'm light. Yeah. And as always, this has been True Comedy. Later. Later.